Welcome to the Heads Up for Tales podcast. I'm Rashi Narang, your host and also the founder at Heads Up for Tales. I know that the relationship you have with your pet is one of the most fulfilling kinds of love that you can experience. And I also know that your pets deserve the best life that you can give them. This podcast is dedicated to understanding our pets better so we can enrich their lives. I hope you find great value in this podcast and it helps strengthen the bond that you have with your pet companions. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Heads Up for Tales podcast. I have been eager to introduce you all to this episode's topic and our multi-talented guest. So I'm going to get right to it. Today we're going to explore the world of alternative therapy for pets. Yes, that's right. Music therapy, bath flower remedies, crystals and so much more. I am as excited as you to learn more about energy healing and its benefits for pets and pet parents with our guest Neha Nageshkar. Neha is a holistic pet therapist, tarot reader and a canine obedience trainer specializing in puppy behavior. She has her home and her heart full with four golden retrievers and seven cats. In her 10 years of experience, she has trained more than 150 dogs and has healed medical issues faced by several pets using alternative therapies. Welcome Neha. It's so wonderful to be speaking with you today. Hi Rashi. I'm so excited to be on this today uh, and share my uh, uh, knowledge with all of you. Amazing. So Neha, let's get right to it. Um yes. one of the most important things that uh, pet parents care about is really how can they understand their pets better and bond with them better? And so they're constantly on the lookout for new experiences with them, traveling, trying new food, new toys. As someone who focuses on energy healing, what else can pet parents do over and above these experiences to bond better with their pets? So yes, this is a question which I get asked a lot, and it's a magical answer. All you need to do is spend time with your pets. Okay, because I am an energy healer. I understand the energy, which is a very subtle energy, and in our daily routine, our pets tend to catch that energy. You know, your daily routine can be like getting up in the morning, doing your daily chores, your hassles, ready to get work, ready to go for your work, and all of that. In in this entire thing, there are times when humans also go up and down in their emotions. Right. So. Yes. So our pets tend to catch that subtle energy and accordingly they start behaving around us. So what a lot of people don't understand is spending just 5 minutes when you get up spend some good time with your pet, sit with your pet, have a small conversation with your pet, explain them your daily routine as to going to be like how you're going to plan your day, what you're going to do now, did you eat your food properly, maybe sit and comb your dog. That's a lot of therapy over there. you know so nowadays people uh, have forgotten to talk to their pets because they always always in a motion of you know hurrying up things doing this doing that in that midst of everything we forget the small things like just calling your pet combing your pet sitting and having breakfast with your pet you know so that changes a lot of energy around so true neha and I, i think what i'm taking away from this is really slowing down and being in that present moment with your dog or cat or hamster or any other animal that you're yes. sharing your home with and really bonding with them understanding them and 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 just being in that moment with them yes in the moment is a very beautiful word you know you've got to be in the moment to express feel communicate 
Right. So these are the most amazing tools that we can use in our daily, you know, routine, which nowadays none of us have time for, but we should make just five minutes. It takes five golden minutes. You don't have to spend hours. Right. It just takes five minutes. So true. Neha, okay. when we spoke earlier, uh, we talked a lot about how our pets' lives are filled with stress and they pick on that yes. energy so quickly. In your work, how do you make pet parents aware of this? And what can pet parents do to lessen the stress and anxiety that our dogs might experience? Yes. So in this, uh, as a behaviorist, uh, I would suggest and I would ask the pet parents to observe their pets. See, in our daily life, we have so many things. Like uh, we do a lot of so many things. So over there, your the way your pet is looking at you, the body language is the yours going back when you raise your voice. Are you having an argument with somebody and you suddenly see your pet, you know, licking its paws, its, uh, you know, face or suddenly the pet coming to you. So these are these small, small body languages that you can catch. Okay. And understand that because your anxiety is coming up or because your stress is going up, that's how the body language of the dog revolves around you. There are some pets who choose to stay away and just okay. keep looking at you and wagging their tail. There are some pets who would want to come very close to you, would want to keep their face on your lap or maybe just follow you endlessly wherever you're roaming in the house. Right. So these are the small indications that you need to catch on. And, uh, and you know, getting more into a little bit of what you do, I am a big believer of energy. I think people feed off each other's energies and yes. you know, like you mentioned, even our pets pick it up. Um, at the That's same right. time, there is so much research to show that our dogs also sense our emotions. You know, of course, they're picking up our energy. And so it's important to surround ourselves with people who are positive and joyous. How That's can right. energy healing help both pets and pet parents? Because um, while that is, a, you know, that is what we all want, to be surrounded by people who are positive and happy, that's not always possible. And there is stress in our Correct. lives. So Correct. What can, what, how can we use energy healing? So I use a couple of various tools for energy healing. Okay. So I believe a lot in Reiki, Batla's, Crystal, Music Therapy. So I'm going to give you a small snippet about how these tools are used in okay. daily life. All right. Yes. As Reiki, Reiki is a very smooth and positive energy, which is very graceful. And thanks to the Reiki masters, they've, you know, helped us channelize this energy. It's a very subtle energy. So we use a lot of, uh, you know, symbolic um, uh, symbols to use it on the animals, which makes the energy very calm for them, okay. and which is a very, uh, which is a very beautiful energy and doesn't harm anybody. You know, the best part about healing is it works so beautifully and there are no ripple effects of it. Right. No negative effects. Yeah. Because dogs, cats or any animals, uh, God has made them in such a way that the energy just keeps flowing. You know, bath flower, when I talk about bath flower, uh, it's an effective healing tool. They are completely natural as their essences are extracted from wildflowers. Okay. And such as all, animals are deeply in tune with nature. Yeah. Any nature remedy is very helpful for them and does not have any side effect. So works out really well. Yes. Crystals are another very calming and healing tool. They can hold any type of energy when programmed with a healing intent and infused with healing energy. Okay. They keep transferring this energy to anyone who carries or wears this crystal. Pets can be given 
appropriate crystals to wear depending on their issues. Crystals have no side effects at all. So again, it works really well. So the pet parent and the pet both can, you know, exchange this uh, healing tool and accordingly get themselves attuned and calmer and nicer. Okay. Tell me a little bit more about music. How does that work for pets? How do we know what music to choose? How loud or soft to play it? And, and uh, when to use music therapy? You know, the best feature about music uh, is your own pet. The music that you love and adore, you'll see your dog's eyes really, really sparkle a lot. Because the more you love the kind of music that you love, you'll see your dog also calming down to it. So basically, the music that you love, I would suggest something a little smoother, nothing like hard rock. Okay. <laughs> Obviously, yes. But uh, maybe it can be a flute and fluted music or, you know, old Hindi songs. Okay. Works really well. Uh, also, healing, uh, angel healing music works wonderful for on dogs as well as pet parents. Okay. When you sleep in the night, you can just play a soothing uh uh, angel music and you know it works very very well it gives you a nice calm and extremely uh you know uh lovely energy and once you get up in the morning you get up with a lot of you know energy and obviously you feel extremely joyful wow so that's how it works i'm going to definitely it, try the angel music i haven't done that before yeah you should because it, it works out really well the healing that i practice combines the above modalities and also tarot reading helps me to even communicate better with animals. Again, when I say communication, it's not like that I'm talking to the pet, okay. but it, it helps me to, you know, channelize the energy. I can feel what they are feeling. Wow. Okay. Yes. And, and how does that feeling come to you, Neha? Is it in the form of visuals? Is it in the form of an actual intuition? Okay. Okay. Right. In the form of intuitions. Uh, there are a lot of pet parents who send me pictures of their pet and, you know, I actually literally tap into their energy to feel what they are feeling. Okay. You know, and I do that with the use of a lot of candles, aroma and crystals around me. So it helps me even much more, you right. know, to understand what is happening with the pet. And when it comes to bark flower remedies, I'm sure there mm -hmm. are so many... Um, uh, remedies that are that are available within the Bakla universe. Um, yes. How do you diagnose and then prescribe? So there are different uh, flowers. Okay. Given to different kind of uh, emotions that we carry. All right. You know. So there's jasmine. There's uh, there's a uh, lily. So there are different different flowers given for different different things. Sadness, anxiety anger, aggression. So that's how once I get to understand what the dog is going through is how I design the bath flower remedy for them. Okay. And it's a simple thing. You just have to put two to three drops in the water. They won't even understand. But that energy starts building for them and it really calms them down, helps them. Thank you, Neha. I'm also curious okay. to know that, um, you know, given this approach, sometimes pet parents uh, may be struggling to diagnose what a pet may be experiencing even in terms of emotional issues and uh, how do you diagnose these these issues that a pet is feeling and is it different from seeing symptoms going to a vet or you know running tests i know you just mentioned about communication but do you Correct. supplement that communication with anything else 
or how do you go about the diagnosis? Uh, for me to go about the diagnosis, I uh, use my ultimate tool that is tarot cards. Okay. So Tell tarot me more cards about that. Yes. So tarot cards, I use it also to check their chakras. Okay. So every card that falls out holds a lot of uh, story. Okay. So as a reader, without yeah. being biased or without being too attached, I can, uh, you know, uh, sort that issue out by saying, Ki, okay, there's a slight problem in the stomach is what I feel. Okay. I normally uh, like to go and visit the dog because my palms hold a lot of energy as a healer. Okay. You know, so when you run your palms very slowly on top of a pup or a dog, there's a slight different vibration that comes on the area where they are feeling a little pain. Wow. And you're, you able, to, you're able to sense that? Yes, I'm able to sense that. So now I don't, I don't, I don't give them like a forever, they're thinking now your dog is going to be like, uh, you know, uh, taken care of or anything, nothing like that. Like there's a lot of conception where people say ki, uh, no, I can't rectify it. But what I can help to do is make the dog feel a little bit more lighter. Okay. You know, help the pain reduce a bit. And through a lot of energy healing, we start to subside the pain in such a way that eventually it's way too less for them and they can be okay. Okay. And do you yeah. normally work with or separately from conventional medicine? Like supposing you've diagnosed mm -hmm. this pain in the tummy, how do you right. then, you know, would you work with a vet? Would you work just on the healing therapies and with the pet parent? Or would you like to combine you know, different, um, different medicines, both energy and, and conventional? I would do both. Because uh, sometimes what medicine can do a little, the rest, the healing can take care of it you know? okay right, right and and Neha you know I've known you for so many years as a trainer primarily yeah. and that's so different uh, from what you currently do how do you balance behavior therapy and energy healing tools is there one that works better and if you had to advise pet parents on what to choose and how how could they go about deciding the best route for their pets Oh, wow. This question, you know, a lot of people ask me being a behaviorist and then you're getting into tarot, doing healing. Don't you get biased? Doesn't your behavioral uh, teacher comes out while, you know, testing a dog and everything. But you know what, with uh, the guru that I've learned from, uh, she's taught me so well. So, you know, there's a form of disconnecting from uh, that part of the world and coming into the spiritual part of the world where I can make out the difference, you know. As a behaviorist, yes, there are a couple of things. I would tell the pet parent to, you know, ki aise kar raha hai, kya that's my behavior side. Yes. But when I actually, when I actually sit with the tools that I have developed or have around me, that's another, uh, that's another, uh, you know, education part for me as well, which it took a little while for me to, you know, get these two things different. But I, what I would suggest each and every pet parent is that in today's world, it's very important to give time to the pets. It's very important to give time to the pets. I would repeat that again and again because it's a very simple exchange of energy that they ask for, you know, that yes. be with us. Just that a small eye contact makes a big difference to them. Sure. And these small, small, small things that we, uh, you know, tend to ignore in our daily life can change us so much. 
you know, just taking your dogs on the hill, sitting and watching the sunset together. You know, previously used to uh, used to seem so filmy, but now when you actually do that and you you feel that you're actually connecting to the nature, because what have we done? We've got the nature in our house, right? Yes. Dogs. So so dogs and cats or any animals, they they come from nature. And they have come in your life to give you the most amazing experience of the nature. So why not tap into that energy? I so agree with you. I uh, I think it's just in that moment where there is just so much deep love when you're really truly connected and you just just you're just in that moment. You've left everything else out. And I've had the lovely privilege of sharing a few sunsets with my dogs. So I completely agree with what you're saying. And for all of yeah. you who are listening, I think this is just a simple takeaway that I think our, our dogs and our cats and all the animals that we share our homes and lives with, they, they ask so little of us, really, just to be present, just totally. to give them a little bit more time and understanding for who they are as a species and what do they really need. And in the last few years, I've been so happy to see so many alternative therapies emerge for pets in such big ways. Like Neha mm. talked about Bakla and music and Reiki and uh, crystals and there's also homeopathy and 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 of course she's practicing tarot. Um, so yes. I hope that for everybody listening, um, you know, you're all able to explore all of these alternate uh, therapies and get lots of good energy and healing for your pets. Neha, thank you so much for sharing all of your learnings with us. I really enjoyed this conversation and I hope that we can chat again very soon here again. Definitely, Rashi. Thank you so much for, you know, choosing me to spread my knowledge and help pet parents and a lot of pets. So thank you so much for giving me this opportunity once again. Thank you, Neha. Speak soon.